Just a quick word before we start this conversation. The film we are looking at this week covers some challenging issues. If you or anyone you know may need help in any form, please reach out. We'll include places who can assist in our show notes. Hello everyone and welcome to the Flix Forum podcast with Jesse Heater and MJ, where each week we go back and look at a Netflix original film in the order of release. This week we are up to Netflix's 42nd film, it's the 2017 drama To The Bone. It's directed by Marty Noxon and stars Lily Collins, Carrie Preston, Lily Taylor and Keanu Reeves. Hello. Hey mates. Hey boys. How are we doing this evening? Very good. Yeah, I'm well. I think I really like the title of this film, To the Bone. I like the kind of the double meaning of it. Mm. Um, obviously, it scares you to the bone or chills you to the bone. Yeah. And, and, and the literal meaning of, of yeah. uh, to the bone. having no real fat on your bone. Mm. So. Yeah. So, clever title. We like to kick off our show with a fast flicks where we go around the table and do a quick little summary of our thoughts of the film. MJ. Go for it today. All right. So this was, for me, an insight into the world of a young woman suffering anorexia as she enters a new rehab facility uh, that is set to truly test her. Good. Peter? An intense and confronting story of a 20-year-old girl suffering from anorexia, the struggles that her and her family go through in dealing with it, and the new group home she finds herself in with an unconventional doctor. Cool. I've gone the struggles of a young girl trying to overcome an eating disorder. Mm. All right, so obviously this one's going to have... We're going to be talking about quite a lot of uh, pressing sort of stuff, I guess. So um, if you heard our intro, yeah, just uh, be mindful of that as we chat, I guess. Yeah, and like we're not going to pretend like we know what no, we're talking no, no. about either. But I think that's probably one of the interesting things about this film. I actually went into this film expecting to learn a lot more than I actually probably did. Um, more, of, I thought I'd get more of an insight into... The way your brain is wired when you mm-hmm. when you're suffering from this or when you're in this situation, I didn't quite get those answers, but um, it certainly was a bit of an eye opener. I think I'm probably jumping ahead, but so I'll I'll, and I'm, I'll just follow on from that. Obviously, this podcast isn't the place to go into this, but as you boys know, so a few years ago, I was close with a person who suffered from anorexia. So this film was really personal to me because a lot of the stuff that Alan was going through is stuff that I've seen someone firsthand go mm. through. So it felt really kind of close to home for me. And there was one of the reasons. So now I like this film was one of the reasons. Yeah, it, it felt really personal to me. Do you think it's good that the film was made in that sense? Absolutely. The, the, yeah. The, yeah, absolutely I do. And like... T- awesome for you Hita because like I didn't know whether that was something we were going to bring up so I'm yeah, really I'm happy, happy to bring it up really yeah. happy that yeah. you have because yeah, um, you already brought it up yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah and good on you for like yeah being up front and saying that because mm. I think that's awesome too yeah it's a legit issue right mm. it's, it's it's a real Absolutely. thing that yeah. a lot of people aren't exposed to and this and this for me was one of the first times I have been exposed to it albeit mm. in a fictional movie so mm. and I see this uh, you know, on a regular basis at work as well. Mm. Um, so yeah, I to me this was so eye-opening. Like, mm. not sorry, not eye-opening, but confronting. Yeah, you know what's right interesting, and I was going to get into this later, but this is the perfect segue. Is that you both watched this film before I did? Yeah, and you both sent me a message or sent you know our group our chat group message, a message yeah. saying, "Hey, heads up, this is pretty full on. Make sure you're in the right frame of mind to watch it." Mm. Um, and I think as a result, I, I overcompensated yeah, and yeah. I watched this film thinking, okay, like it's a nice, uh, it, it's nice that they're not shying away yeah. from some of this stuff, but I wasn't, um, I suppose I wasn't as hit as hard as maybe you guys were with, mm. 
with the, the impact that it might have in your lives as opposed to mm. where I'm currently at with things. Mm. All right. So let's have a look at what we found out about anything in the, the production development stage of the creation of this film. MJ, you got anything? Yeah, look, the, the Netflix bought the film for $8 million, mm. which uh, I found interesting that we found that out. Um, normally kept pretty close to yeah, the chest, yeah. but I also probably take that figure with a little bit of grain of salt. Um, but I think when you look at the the numbers of people that have watched it, it's probably a really good venture for them. And I think a streaming service is a great environment to have a film like this where uh, it can be a, a topic of conversation with people and it's readily available for people to just watch. So it, it makes sense kind of for every party. Yep. The And I think the, the, the thing about this film, which is probably pretty good is, well, not that it's good, but it, it's nice that they've got people involved who have had real life experiences with this so like the director exactly. the director and the main and, and the main Louis actress Collins, yeah Louis Collins have both suffered an eating disorder eating disorder in the past yeah. so that sort of gives a realness to this yeah. this film so that's that's probably the one thing that I wanted to look up as soon as I finished watching this film because this is, it's a tough role to play right someone's like I need oh, you to play yeah. an anorexic person so you kind of need to lose some weight and yeah um, so Lily Collins so it seems to me that she she battled eating disorders when she was younger hmm. um, and she received this script for To The Bone she'd just finished writing a chapter about these battles in her own personal memoir uh, called Unfiltered if you haven't, if you want to check that out but she mentions that whilst she suffered an eating disorder she never had any treatment, she didn't seek any professional help she kind of just figured it out on her own and, and doing this film was actually an amazing opportunity for her to gain knowledge um, because a few of the scenes in there were, man, I remember when it was like this. I yeah, remember having, having to do this. Um, so that was the one thing I had to know. I'm like, this Lily Collins, did she did she have this? Is she suffering from it right now? But she worked really closely with a nutritionist during filming, after filming, to make sure that she was uh, she yeah, was okay. She yeah, lost oh, it would have been so hard. Like, like yeah, just those old, all those old feelings coming back while you're going through this. Now, here's the thing, though. She lost all this weight for the role, mm. and she was saying that a, a family friend or mm, someone yeah, yeah. saw her and said, geez, you look great. Yeah, and it's like, geez, that's tough. Like, well, that's, that's, that's not that's, the problem. Yeah, like, that's, that's, not, that's crazy. not what it's supposed to be, yeah. And you know what? I don't want to sound like I'm, I'm saying the wrong thing here, but it doesn't look great. It's not a good look. Like, it, it's, it looks sickly and unhealthy, and... Um, I just I can't believe that people think that. <laughs> the, yeah, the the only other thing that I sort of had was that rain exhibition that they had, um, where they're, they're going through yep. and like the actual exhibition for the the rain. You can't the rain doesn't actually hit people. <laughs> yeah, I read that. Yeah, yeah. yeah I of, thought when I was watching, I'm like, they're not getting wet, and then obviously and like the next scene they were wet. Yeah, did wet, you notice? Yeah. So they were wet. But where they they'd walked from somewhere to somewhere, but when they walked there, there was no like wetness Huddles. like yeah. there where they'd been walking. Yeah, um, it's got like these sensors in the floor, so it doesn't actually go on people when they walk under it, which is pretty cool technology. Mm. Yeah, it is. We yeah. should go there. Okay, let's, road let's, trip let's, LA. Let's flick forum to LA. <laughs> let's do it. I feel like meet we, with we, some we Hollywood producers. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> meet with some Netflix execs. I think that I think they're probably put us on their, their official Netflix. Uh, Absolutely, <laughs> should. Yeah. <laughs> so the other thing that you touched on with. Marty Noxon, the director, um, told the story from quite a personal place where she'd battled with um, eating disorders. Um, but I think 
she kind of mentions that's why she wanted to tell the story with a bit of a sick kind of dark humour mm. that people who are close to the disorder will understand. And you notice they always refer to each other as Rexies. Yep. And, um, but I think all the characters were kind of laughing through all this kind of stuff where it was difficult, like where Lily Collins' character, you know, spits up food at, at dinner and they all kind of just laugh and shake it off. And um, I think it was important to have that balance to it, that it wasn't just all doom and gloom. Yeah. And it was, to me, that was made it quite palatable, the film. Excuse my hmm. um, terminology, but it, it made it feel a little bit more Hollywood and a little bit easier to watch yeah. and understand and connect to because it was, it kind of had a, as stupid as it sounded, it had a lightness to it, you know? Like, yeah, there was still some comedy in there and yeah. some, some lighter moments. Hmm. Anything else? Uh, the only other one was, uh, so, so it, it premiered at the Sundance Film Festival and was nominated for the Grand Jury Prize, which was won by I Don't Feel at Home in This World Anymore, which is a, hey, a movie yeah. that we did um, a few weeks ago now, maybe a couple months ago now. Good but, movie. Um, very good movie. And so, yeah, this was uh, so at the same festival. It debuted at Sundance in January in 2017, and then yep. Netflix held it off till July. July, yeah. And so. then it had a cinematic release in the Netherlands as well, um, on like the week after. Um, mm. Yeah, just so that's an interesting sort of thing, like post being released on Netflix. It makes you wonder the conversations that would have taken place behind closed doors at Netflix about how should we release this film? What should we do with this film? What's yeah. our marketing ploy? What's our angle? Yeah. Um, and you assume that's, that's kind of what's happened there. It was nominated for a couple of other awards and some other things as well, um, like the... Nominated for the Casting Society of America for the Artios Award for Outstanding Achievement in Casting for a Low Budget Comedy or Drama. Hmm. Yeah. It's really specific. It's very r- specific. Real specific. <laughs> I wonder award. how many films were. Yeah. I couldn't say anything, but I wonder how many films were actually in contest for that. <laughs> <laughs> it was filmed in um, Santa Clarita, yeah, in California. California. And there was only there was one time that really it was meant to be in Phoenix, in Arizona. It was meant to be in Arizona. Hmm. And like when she, there's a scene, we're going to spoil this film. We're going to spoil, just so you know, yeah. we're going to spoil this film. There's a scene where she's in the desert and wakes up. And mm. I was like, that is not an Arizona desert. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, that just did my head in. But apart from that, yeah. So it was filmed in uh, California. It's a low budget film, man. Yeah, true. <laughs> uh, a few product placements in this one as well. I picked up on. There's a nice, and she's in the car and there's this oh, taco bell that she goes past. I was like, oh, I feel like tacos right now. What about that chocolate? With chocolate, I didn't didn't recognize that one. But yeah, it looked delicious yeah. though. <laughs> and at the end, when um, waiting at the bus stop, there's all these Greyhound logos, which is a big bus company in America yeah. too. So yeah, I just picked up a couple of those things. You always do. <laughs> Nothing gets past always. Nah, just, always. Just thinking, 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 thinking. <laughs> past him, my brain anything. doesn't rest. Uh, critical consensus we haven't really touched on yet. It's pretty good. good. Yeah, pretty good. Hmm. What would what, you find, Hater? Uh, so, IMDb, 6.8 out, out of 10. Letterbox, 3.1 out of 5. So, kind of around that 6.5 average kind of mark from all their users. 33,000 and 21,000 ratings on those. So Big numbers again. Big numbers. 33,000 on IMDb. Quite a few people have, uh, have 21, seen 21,000 yeah. on Letterbox is... That's, that's a lot. Yeah. yeah. And Rotten Tomatoes had 62 reviews. So, that's pretty good. Pretty good for a Netflix film. Yeah. 71%. It's good the for, audience, an, for an yeah. inferior platform like Rotten Tomatoes. That's not bad. Mm. And the audience was sixty four percent on nearly four and a half thousand. Yeah, oh, yeah. so it's good. Yeah, yeah. Good no, people liked it. You know what? It's a hard movie to to really like. It, it does a lot of things right. Yeah. All right. What are our early thoughts on this film before we move any further? Personal thoughts about what we thought. You go. Uh, do you want to go? Look, I I thought this film was 
pretty incredible. As I said, it's kind of had a real personal connection for me as I had kind of seen someone like Alan go through this very closely firsthand. And so just, yeah, like all the stuff she was going through is stuff that I've seen someone go through and it just felt really real and confronting and like, yeah, that, that's it. This is exactly what happens. This is exactly what goes on. So yeah, I, I thought it was a real good trial. I thought a lot of the characters are great. Now yeah, I, I, you know, as much as, as hard as it was often to watch, I, I really enjoyed this film. I thought it was great. Yeah, look, despite the, the heavy themes um, and what I think is a bold decision to not shy away from some of the important imagery in it, it did still have a lightness to it, to the tone of it, um, and the story and the characters were more entertaining because of it. So the film itself was easy to watch. Um, as I said, I received warnings from both of you beforehand, which I think put my threshold really high. Mm. Um, so I didn't find it as confronting as, as other films that I've seen. Um, and I, it's just not something that I can relate to as much either. Um, but I thought it was a pretty decent film. Yeah. I, I thought it was very confronting. And this it's not going to be for everyone, this film. So, no, not yeah. at all. Um, but I think it does a good job of highlighting something that's like really taboo in society. Quite it often. is a little bit, you're right. And yeah. to be able to get a film like this made and out there to, you know, 33,000 whatever people that have seen it on IMDb, it's obviously got this... It's it's been well received and yeah, watched. It, so. it seems like a real word of mouth kind of film, mm. doesn't it? So yeah, so I yeah, I thought this was a fairly decent film. Yeah, I don't think it's as uh, not. I, I think it's it's easier to watch than some people think. I, I, you say like it won't appeal to everyone. I think people can watch this and there's nothing. I, I don't know what I'm trying to say, but there's nothing about the film where I'm like, this is a really ordinary film or this is going too far. I think it, mm-hmm. it did things tastefully, but things that had to be done. Yeah. I don't think you watch this film and go, can't do it, can't sit through it. I, I think it connects you well enough to be like, no, no, I am I'm should be watching this. I can continue watching this. Whereas some films that have really heavy themes and again, do it for the right reasons are a lot more difficult to, to sit through. And I think, mm. um, I think, as I said, this, this balance that it has between the tone of the film works really well. Yeah, I don't think there's anything distasteful on screen, so I agree with that. Yeah, and, yeah, um, there's nothing distasteful, nothing at all. And I think, yeah, it's and that's when often films are best. You know, if you, you're touching on these topics that are hard sometimes to talk about, it's often the best films are the ones that don't put it in your face and visually show you what's going on. Yeah. It's mm. the ones that you understand what's going on, and that impacts you more because you're visualizing in your head yeah. the worst that they possibly can be. So yeah, I, yeah, I think of that. All right, should we look at some characters? Yep. Yeah. Yep. Who wants to kick it off? I would love to. Go for, Go for it. it. We're calling her Alan or Eli? That's a, that's a good question too because I've got in my notes here, I'm like, Alan or Eli? Do we respect the character's wishes and go with Eli? I was going to yeah. say, like, she wants yeah. to be called Eli. Let's yep. call her Eli. Happy yep. with that. Call her Eli. Uh, obviously played by Billy Collins. Um, I, wanted to, I wanted to learn with her um, and I wanted to learn more about the illness through her. Um, she had this complete detachment with the idea of being beaten by the illness. She didn't seem to be, be bothered by the fact that it could beat her, which wasn't an, which, which was believable for me. Mm-hmm. I just needed to understand a little bit more about how she was actually feeling. I think that would have really helped me because that's the one thing that I couldn't wrap my head around as much um, with this illness and, and um, whether they ex- whether they were going to explore more about how she got to where she got to. I know it's obviously a, a mental thing that they, they, they struggle with, but um, yeah, I kind of felt that there was more there that, that we weren't given. Um, I don't know. What do you guys think? With, with I, I, I'm in the boat where 
I thought the character was good because often in situations like this, it's impossible for them to explain or talk about where, how they got there, why they're there, or how they're feeling. Yeah, yeah, and there was no mm. cop out no. like this scene so, where a psych where it breaks her and she's like, "Oh yeah." Yeah, and yeah. I think that's a, a highlight of it in that there may there is no answer a lot of the times. Mm. The, it's just you've got to sometimes you you want to beg and beg and ask what's going on, what's wrong, why you like this, and sometimes there is no answer. Yeah. There's no reasonable response so mm. I, I've liked that there was no throughout the whole film there was no actual explanation of it it was just no there was this, no. this is what's going on yeah, yeah I, I thought she was a great character I really liked her but I think I also liked it because I had that personal connection but I guess as you were saying before like you wanted to learn more kind of more about the yeah. illness well I guess that differs to me because you've lived it yeah I feel like I I already know about this yeah. so I, I didn't care about that sense because I already I guess knew that so sure. it's definitely kind of with different people watching it will have different kind of reactions as to you know how much they know wanting to know more but no yeah, I, I thought kind of yeah her, her character was great yeah and I'm not saying that mm. she suffers from anorexia because of X I know yeah, I yeah. know it's not that yeah. simple mm. and, and I would have hated if they had yeah, done they that have. she was abused as a child now she doesn't eat like something like that would have, mm. yeah um, so I understand that I just I couldn't quite get her yeah that's fair enough yeah my favourite character was, was Kelly her, her stepsister yeah. mainly because she was by far the most relatable character for me so she understood enough about Eli to to see what she was going through and not constantly kind of tell her off like everyone else in her family was. Mm-hmm. But she also had that very normal reaction of, I don't know why she doesn't just eat. And I, it would have annoyed me if that wasn't brought up at some point yeah. in the film. Um, because that's what I, I'm it's, assuming most people think. That's like, what a lot of people yeah think who don't, who don't kind of understand the illness yeah it's, yeah it's a perfectly reasonable thought to think really yeah so i, I really enjoyed her and, and she was she was me in the film right you know when you watch a film yeah. someone's always you uh just a lot of things that she said i was just like perfect that's what i would have said right now what's the answer like and and that was great because she still loved and cared for her yeah mm. um, she was the only person in that film that was really looking out for others and I know that they made it really obvious in that family sort of scene that she was like the doctor said, you know, you're the only one that's not thinking about yourself. And I don't, we probably didn't even need that to happen because I feel like the, the way that she was Tell. developed, you, you knew that anyway and you yeah. could work that out that as that sister, she was she was going to be there for her. Yeah, it was mm-hmm. good. I, yeah, I, I needed her in that film. Yeah, she was good. Yeah, I really liked her. I didn't... The character that I couldn't stand was Lucas. Oh, Luke. 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 Yeah. Luke, sorry, Luke. Um... He was just way too pretentious and I don't understand why he had to be British. I don't know. That just did my head in. I was like, you could still have, you know, I don't know. He just, anything that he was, any scene that he was in didn't really do much for me. Oh, um, I was, I, I didn't really care about the British part. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters. Yeah. I was, I, he just, I just thought he was just so caring. He wanted to help everyone in that house. Mm. He, he was the one in there that was kind of, holding him up a lot of the time and I've got a few scenes where I real liked with him I thought he was just a fantastic really caring character I also think he was really important for managing that light tone of the film yeah Mm. he was that beacon within that house um, that kept things light and the film needed that but I think to that point that Hita makes is the house needed that too Mm. I actually thought it was going to get to a point where he was planted in the house and he wasn't actually a sufferer um, I actually the one thing that did bother me about him I thought there were all these, a lot of gaps to his story and I was waiting for this big reveal and it didn't come hmm. and maybe that's a little bit too Hollywood but yeah. it, it felt like they were leading up to something more than what they actually did with him yeah. Um, I, it, yeah, he seemed it was just this real convenient and I don't know whether maybe that's the actor that that played the role 
and maybe you just needed to tone it down a bit and then so he wasn't I know you needed that positivity in that house yeah but I don't know maybe just tone it down a little bit because sure. it, yeah there was, a, there was just, he created a lot of awkwardness which didn't sit right with me where if I had been fully on board with him then it probably mm. yeah I probably needed him like he was definitely caring definitely mm. there for everyone in the house but yeah there were just parts that I was like yeah there was just something didn't sit right yeah okay. fair enough I, know, fair I enough. thought his acting performance actually was the standout performance mm. <laughs> just the, the charisma, I thought he was charisma. great yeah I, I, I okay. thought he was brilliant I loved him the British thing also didn't bother me yeah <laughs> okay you know what I think that they would have um, been casting for the role and he got it and they're like oh well, he's British alright we'll write that in he reminded me of um, Sharpay's dude in High School Musical uh, her brother brother yeah Ryan yeah Ryan nah he's dumbass I don't know that was just what I had in my head okay. as I was watching it anyway <laughs> Dr. Beckham what did you think of Keanu Reeves and Doctor, as Dr. Beckham did, was that was I, that a realistic role I think Keanu Reeves role? played Keanu Reeves <laughs> yes <laughs> <laughs> was that a realistic doctor role I can't answer that I I, I liked him mm. but this wasn't enough of him yeah like in terms of kind of, I guess, the whole movie and the treatment in this program, I needed more of the doctor actually treating and helping. So like, I, I thought that I, I thought the character was good in terms of like you know he, he spoke really well. I guess with <coughs> Eli and in those sessions and stuff. But yeah, I just I just I just wanted more of his character in the film and more of him actually being the doctor. His technique was. I don't know. I think they tried to make it out like it was really revolutionary. revolutionary. Yeah. <laughs> it was kind of just like, well, what was it really? He wants her to hit rock bottom so she understands where rock bottom is. Um, just possibly could be quite unconventional. I guess, but I feel like that's, it's like the whole breaking breaking things down to build it up again, yeah. which is well, being done. Also as well, kind of like also like the rules in the house, especially like the eating around the table thing, you know, like you don't have to eat anything you don't want to, but you're not leaving until. True, you know, true. Um, so there are some different kind of rules in the house he put in place that are quite unconventional, as you would say. I had no problem with Keanu Reeves mm. in that role. and But to, to your point where you said you just wanted more of him, it, it didn't bother me that there wasn't more yeah, of him. Yeah, fair enough. I, I, didn't, I guess I don't think he was as important as he might have had to have been. I wasn't a massive fan of Susan as the stepmom. So, oh, yeah. I wanted to punch my TV. I, think, <laughs> I hated her with a passion. I think that she was really well-intentioned. Yeah, I agree. But when things go the wrong way... She always felt like it was the last straw and she got flustered and she, mm. she acted accordingly. But um, her heart was in the right place with everything. Like, you look at the dad, wasn't even around. Mm. Like, she tried. She just wasn't equipped to deal with it. Yeah. I think, like, I... I, I I hated her because I think of the things she did. I thought she was really kind of insensitive to her daughter's illness. Massively. But that character is still important because it shows that, you know, even if, you know, if, if someone is struggling from uh, eating disorder, the family struggles too because a lot of them, yeah, like, that was it, it, it's yeah. completely true that these people, that she, she might not have a clue how to deal with it, you know. Yeah. As you said, her, her heart might, might be in the right place, but she's just got no idea how to deal with it. And so I completely understand that, but it was just like, Guess yeah, those some of the things she did. I was just like, oh my god, you just it is not what you should be doing to your your anorexic daughter. I liked that they had that split family too because it sort of put Mm. that emphasis on she's taking on this responsibility for a child that's not um, maternally hers, but she's still got this massive interest in Mm. in this kid. Absolutely, Um, yeah, she's still trying. Even though Mm. like everything that came back that went wrong came back to how it impacted her rather than anyone else. It did. She was always thinking, Mm. and you know what? That was, and that was almost. Exactly the same as, um, what's the actual mum's name? Judy. Judy. I, th- I felt that that was very similar sure. situation where 
this is two these are two people that are dealing with indirectly but they're dealing with the issues that come off the back of it and they're kind of you know at the last straw with it um and and judy and i've seen this happen not with anorexia but with other illnesses where families who love and care for the person basically have to be like you need to get out and figure it out because i am doing everything i can and it's not working Hmm. and and doing that and throwing out your own daughter would be really really difficult but that was the the decision that they made Hmm. and I, i still can sit there and go I get it. I get what you're doing. I've literally seen it done with people before and it's worked and it's tough, but um, I, I kind of understood that whilst it looks callous and sorry, we can't have you right now. This is a girl who's could be weeks away from dying. Sorry, right now is not a good time for us. It's not what that meant. That mm. meant mm. We've tried everything. Yeah. You being here doesn't work. Yeah. So it was also, it also gave that chance to have, you know, different situations shown in the one story rather than it's not just one, one situation of how yeah. families deal with it. You, you get to see a couple of different situations of how yeah, families deal absolutely. with it. Yeah, it affects everyone. everyone reacts differently. Yeah, good so, point. Yeah. Yeah. Really good point you made there, Hida. Mm. Yeah. Not yeah. on effect. All right. Uh, any other characters that you want to talk about? No. No, no I, don't, right. I don't know the characters. The, this is the director, Marty Noxon's first feature? Yeah, her directorial debut. I saw had directed some Buffy episodes back in the day. Well, so she was one of the main started. writers and producers for Buffy. for Buffy and a number of other shows as well. Mm. She's, um, I think I saw she did Unreal, which is a show that oh, yeah, my that, wife loves. That, uh, <laughs> the re- uh, reality. Yeah, the re- yeah. fake reality. Yeah, yeah the fake fictional reality. show about the reality <laughs> show, which my wife absolutely loves. That is mine. It looks terrible. It, it, it's <laughs> awful. But um, yeah, she's done a fair few. She's done a fair bit of writing and producing, it seemed. And yeah, this was kind of the first directing chance so acting performances pretty happy with most of the way yeah for sure. yeah I was I thought they were all really good that yeah. would have been bloody tough roles yeah. I mean mm. I was flicking flicking through um, that was a chair by the way if that gets picked up on the microphone <laughs> <laughs> um, I was flicking through IMDB and so many of the things were oh so and so has played an anorexic girl in this and so and so has played an anorexic girl so a mm. lot of this cast who are in the house are probably have had eating disorders mm. in their life and that would have been all really difficult roles for them to play. Absolutely. So yeah. credit to them all. All right. Hey, you know, kick us off with your standout scenes. Oh, all right. So, uh, the, at the, can't remember how early it was, but the first, uh, the weighing scene where Alan's stepmom is weighing, um, EY, sorry. And you see kind of in the back, how skinny and bony she is. And I guess because I've, I've seen that before and straight away, I'm just like, okay, wow, this is intense. This is going to, this is, there was a good setup for how confronting and how in depth they're going to go into, I guess, how, how sick these people are. So I, I really enjoyed that, that start. Keep going. Keep, keep enjoyed, going. Enjoyed, but not really confronting. Yeah, yeah, in, yeah, not enjoyed. Like, it was hard to watch, but it was like a well done for doing yeah, it. Yeah, well done for doing it, yeah. Um, I liked uh, the the scene where, where Luke says grace around um, the table. I thought that was just one of the ones I thought he showed where he really cared. I think he, so he says, Dear Jesus, Allah, Oprah, My Little Pony, or whoever your personal saviour is, help us to give our bodies what they need to grow strong and beautiful because every single person at this table deserves to live. Just a really good sentiment and also I really like the kind of whoever your personal will save you it's kind of just accepting of everyone everyone you know has got different beliefs they and they rely on different things really just accepting of you know whichever you need to help you you go for it deserves to live is an important line to exactly yeah deciding, which, which is which massive thing. it's the level they say at, it a right? few things like yeah throughout the film this isn't just like you're a bit sick and yeah, no. we need to get you better this you're in danger of, yeah, of dying serious. yeah um a bit after that when pearl who was the girl who had the tube at the start she yeah. broke down at dinner 
um, because of she won't have any calories when the food and you just see Wook, he's on the couch. I think he's holding her and, and he's singing with her, just showing it. I, I, th- I thought he was just, um, he, he was, it seemed like he was almost there in his recovery and he, but he still wanted to help everyone else try and get there. And again, it just showed what, what I thought was he was just such a caring person and, and they repeat that shot too. Like yeah. They showed the shot up sure. and then someone came yeah. downstairs, I can't remember who it was and you saw that same yeah, shot again. He still so put the emphasis on that. They were um, yeah. clearing the table. Yeah. So that's how long it had been. Okay. Right? Yeah. And you don't like Luke. <laughs> You're trying to make me feel like a horrible person. <laughs> Keep going here. Um, we spoke before the uh, the water art scene. I, I thought it looked really cool. The song playing through it, it really fit. It was great. And you know, for a film that was you know for me very confronting and serious, it was a really great. It was an uplifting scene. And you did and something that. really yeah. needed, and I thought it was really good. The, Although his yeah. knee didn't look too crook when he was dancing around. Did it, it did. Well, that's that's maybe why it was. Yeah, it was a bit it he, he heard it more. Yeah. The visuals in that were awesome. Yeah, like, really, oh, I really thought good. it looked and, fantastic. And the, the little mini speech by the doctor before they went in there about you know you're alive, like that was nice. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Everything was kind of good at that point of the film. Yeah. She was doing better. Her and Luke were kind of a thing. Classic like um, yeah. story arc. Yeah. Um, and the the last one was um, again it was a it's a pretty kind of serious and confronting one, but it was the uh, the miscarriage scene with uh, Megan. So kind of it just showed enough so you knew it was going on. Like you were saying before, it it, it, it didn't linger and make it uncomfortable. It wasn't kind of in your face. It was just, you just kind of saw the door, door open you saw what had happened. You're like, yep, this is it. And it went away. So I just thought it was really, uh, it was an important confronting scene to, to know, you know, how dangerous it is, you know, for a lot of different aspects of your life being, you know, that, that sick and just, just showing what can happen. And again, it was, it was, I thought it was a really important scene to show. It's a great point. I would have actually been disappointed if they didn't show something. Yeah. I, I would have felt like, no, no, I'm, I can see this. Yeah. So I yeah. enjoyed that. I've too. got that in there too. I, just, I had it. I was heartbreaking. Yeah. Trauma it was. Yeah. Baby, and again, I, I thought it was just, you know, you, you probably saw it for half a second and mm, that was all you needed. That, that was all you needed. Like, I, I think if, if I had it winged on a bit longer, it probably would have been in my bad scenes because I'm like, you, like, you don't need to like, put this right in our face. But it was just kind of, yeah, about half a second to know what was going on and know, yeah, the, you know, this, these things happen and yeah. Yeah. No, it's a very good point. Mm. Um, so. I had all the, all the scenes with all the different methods that all the kids were using to avoid eating. You know, mm. like you spoke about the weigh-ins and, you know, there were so many other little things that I spoke about. You know, I thought that this this led to this confronting sort of stuff and I thought that they were needed and it was good that they included all of those in there. So you could see all the different methods that people use and, you know, they're things that you, you may not necessarily pick up on unless you, you live with yeah, it and are aware of this. Mm. All um, the walking, running, lots of exercise, sit up in bed, the, the constant running. And, and I, I think she makes a comment, don't worry, I haven't sewn rocks into my clothes just yeah. to weigh her down to make it seem heavier. You know, when he wants to take her out to dinner, he's like, she's like, nah. He's yeah. like, well, we can walk there. She's like, ooh. Yeah. Can we run there? Like, yes. yeah, like that. Although yeah. I said that I didn't like Luke, that, that scene in the Thai restaurant, I, I did enjoy because <laughs> um, I, I didn't like any of the other scenes with the two of them. Um, but yeah, I thought that that scene in the Thai restaurant where they have a beer each or whatever, and so they had um, the Tsing Tao, but you didn't actually see the Tsing Tao. Yeah, okay, with that product placement, it was in, it was they the mention cup. it, but they didn't yeah, show it. Was, it was in the cup. Well, that made that made sense, seeing as they're in a Thai restaurant, and better than better than saying, "Oh, I'll get you a bud or something." Like, <laughs> yeah, true. That made sense with the story. Um, I I thought all the scenes with the Doctor and Eli were were great. I thought the chemistry between those two as actors and the characters sort of bouncing off each other were believable and I believed that he wanted to help her. Yeah, Mm, absolutely. Absolutely. I I liked in the house too that they had 
they had, you know, often the scenes where they're sitting around the couch and they're, they're watching TV or they're sitting around the table or they're sitting around the couch talking to the, the lady that comes in and talks to them. And they had a bigger girl there too. Yeah. And I mm. really like that. That shows, you know, that eating disorders, yeah. they impact. It's not just skinny people. Yeah. It's not just the, yeah. the anorexia and, and the bulimic as yeah. well. There is, yeah, other people. How much do you reckon that actress got sick of peanut butter by the end of filming? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. That's uh, all I've got, yeah. The, the One of the, yeah, the only one of one, only other one that I had that you guys didn't mention was when um, Eli and Kelly were sitting watching all those people on the top of their car at the start at dusk and Eli said I've got it under control mm. and she said how many people down there do you think just said that before dying Yeah, and that's exactly what I was and I just like the fact that they she had the guts to say something like that like you can yeah. say this as much as you want everyone says this yeah um, yeah, and that's when I first started really relating to that character. Cool. What what were some things that we didn't like, Peter? Um, so the the big <clears> one <throat> that got me is we were talking about before the stepmom and the in, I guess in my opinion the insensitivity was when she brings over the big cake, which kind of really triggered me off. Like mm. you just cannot be doing, and it's more from a personal opinion. You just cannot be doing that. Um, it, it just showed that she was completely insensitive to her illness and and what she needed. Um, I, that was I wanted to punch her when she brought that out but however I can also appreciate it was necessary to show the struggles that family members who just can't accept or understand the, the, the illness like she, she didn't get it That's exactly right. she, she probably thought that you know that she, that she was making a joke or something yeah. when really like that, that was not the thing to do so I can quite understand and it was important to be in there it just it just frustrated me that she brought that she brought that cake didn't look very nice either it, it didn't either um, yeah um, I mean, the, uh, the, uh, the EY and her mum the bottle feeding scene in the tent was a bit weird yeah, I've got that down there too. I've, I've, and I think it's a bit like with the cake scene. I, I found it awkward and mm. it needed to be awkward. Um, but yeah. You're right. Yeah. It did. Yeah. It, it had to be awkward because if you didn't make that awkward, it defeats, like that, that scene becomes irrelevant. Yeah. Mm. Without it, I, like that was her turning point where her mum was basically saying goodbye to her. Mm. She was like, this is it. Like you're, you're going to die. This is my final plea. This is the last thing I have. Yeah, it's unconventional as hell, but I got nothing else. And that was when it finally hit home with Eli, um, which which led to the the next scene where things turned around for her. So she did kind of need that, and and it was weirdly awkward, mm. um, but it needed to be. The next scene. So you, you talk about the next scene where she has she lies out under the moon and I gets very like de- like yeah scene. got very dehydrated and. You know, it's this dream. So it just confused me a little bit because you've got this turning point with the mum where she accepts the mum's help. So you're like, okay, she's willing to accept this help. But then she goes off and it was almost like, why did she, like, I don't understand. And I needed to trip out to turn around. That's, that's, I I didn't like that either. I got the initial feeling that she went for a big walk to walk off the rice milk that she'd just drunk. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and then obviously passed out because she was, you know, close to dying. She mm-hmm. had nothing left. And then she kind of has this like reborn dream, um, which she she saw that image of her naked on the floor and mm. was like, wow, is that what I look like? Yeah, that didn't, it didn't do much for me. And I, when I was thinking like, this is going to be the turning point of the film, it, it, fe- it feels like a bit of a cop out um, because I didn't see anything too much to suggest that she would have that turnaround and that's all I can attribute it to is that scene with her mum when she finally understood that this could be it um, but that scene itself didn't didn't really work for me because you could have just gone from her 
being fed by mum to moving on from there. I agree. Without it's, having that, because that could have been the turnaround. It felt too Hollywood almost. Yeah. Um, I don't like, I, and I, I don't think the imagery that you had in that dream sequence necessarily nah. helped with any of the building or the Sitting understanding the or anything. And, yeah. And, yeah. I think it was, I thought it was important for her to see what she looked like. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, that was probably. Yeah, that was probably. That, that was probably just needed that. Which, you know, it, it, yeah, if they had shown that in just in another way, then sure. But mm-hmm. I, I thought it was really important that she saw and and she acknowledged, "Is that what I look like?" Yeah. Which is it? Yeah. yeah. Mm. Did anything? Uh, anything else that we didn't like? Um, it's not something that I didn't like. I just I feel like the film glossed a bit too much over the other patients in the house. Obviously, Eli was the main character. Was yeah. centered on her. I would have really liked. To see a what to see a bit more on the other different girls' struggles as well. It's a really good point. Mm. Like you know, you saw you saw a little bit. You know, you had um, the, the girl with the, the, the chew. Obviously, one of the girls was, was was pregnant and really worried about you know not being able to make it in the twelve weeks. There was the the this really small girl who I think she's she seemed particularly young. She was bulimic, I think, but they really because I just said you know she likes eating ice cream because that's easier to come up. Yeah. But that's really all about it. I, I, I really would have liked to see a bit more as well on their struggles and. Yeah, and, and flesh out their struggles a bit more. Yeah. Good point. I thought there was going to... I suppose the um, miscarriage scene was a big one, but I thought there would be mm. something more on each of the characters, yeah. something that might have happened, good or bad. Yeah. But I, I mentioned before like that Luke was the one that sort of did my head in. And now that you've, you've told... like You've spoken about all the good things here, the, the things that just sort of annoyed me probably and maybe why I didn't like him as much was that chocolate scene with him really put me off a bit. Where he's trying to make her eat the chocolate and they're watching TV. Yeah, yeah, and he's like, you know, turning dragons on TV. Yeah, dragons <laughs> on TV. And it was turning it really sexual, and then like you see her snap, and I just like was like, good, you needed to snap at him for that because he was crossing that line. The sexual thing continued with him throughout, and I, I didn't, didn't, I didn't like yeah, it. Yeah, and especially outside when they, you know, he yeah, kisses her and then, and then you know, he tells her that he loves her, and I was just like. I don't know if we needed that. No, you need to feel the touch of someone who actually cares like, about you. Yeah, I, I wanted someone to care about her the whole way. Like you, like she cares. He cares about everyone in that house, and then it just sort of turned into like it was like he was almost like obsessed with her because he downloaded her her drawings and had. But he could have been. He could have been a lot less sexual. That's that's what bothered mm. me with it. And, yeah, and just like as a treatment. friendship, like love, exactly, yeah. Rather than a, he got the treatment he deserved from that. Mm. Yeah, the sexual thing was just weird, though. It was almost like he was just this young guy. Because didn't he say to her, have you ever done it sort of thing? Mm. You get the feeling and that he It made some weird joke about it'd be like banging bones together or something. Yeah, like, well, that was, know, it was just, that was him being awkward and shut down. Yeah. yeah, and yeah, that's... I probably should have that in my scenes because I didn't... Yeah, I didn't particularly like that one either. Anything else that... No? No. All right. No. Well, let's, let's talk about what the movie's saying. Hito? I think one of the big ones was that, you know a lot of different people suffer from different kinds of eating disorders and there's no one way to deal with it. Some, some things are going to work for one, for one person. Other things are going to work for another. There's no kind of, you've got an, you've got an eating disorder. This is how you overcome it, which is really important as yeah, everyone's different yep. and different methods work for different people. And that almost stands for all kinds for, of illnesses. For, for all kinds of illnesses. Yeah. yeah. Not just eating disorders, all kinds of illnesses. And to that, the effect, and we spoke about this at length already, the effect that has on the people around you. Yep, yeah, exactly. Just yeah. impact. And a little bit too, like, not on the emphasis being, like, the emphasis at times doesn't need to be about the family. It's about the person you're trying to help. Mm. Mm, exactly, yeah. And, and, and something you know, said before, yeah, the, the strain it has on those family members who are trying to help but just don't know how because they don't understand mm. it fully themselves. And as much as they're, you know, they're kind hearted and they've got the good intentions, sometimes it's just a struggle because, you know, they don't understand. They want to help, but they're just yeah. not sure how. 
it, 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 it can really affect them just yeah. as much as it affects the person who's who's sick. The, the sort of that message too, like that's maybe society is to blame a little bit about these body image expectations. I think they definitely touch yeah, on that. Yeah, they touch on that yeah. when they're having this discussion. Um, mm. And, you know, that's quite obvious in what you see. Mm. The, the little bit that I took, like this trauma a little bit too, like I felt like the, the dad being absent from that whole life all time was sort of, um, sort of indicating that, you know, sometimes when things don't go right that it can lead to this trauma um and that's not necessarily that leads to the disorder but um sometimes that trauma can impact not just like people in a family like a whole family situation really Mm. because it's got these split families it's got people wanting different things from different situations um yeah i was i was kind of surprised by the the lack of any resolution with the dad i thought something was going to be there at the end and it's kind of brave that it wasn't and it's weird too because at the end she does go back to that house yep. where the dad lives. Exactly. And that's why. Yeah, you could have had him mm. standing on the lawn with them at the end. Yeah. Um, yeah. The life was a big yeah. message in this too. Being alive. Being alive. Being Everyone alive. deserves to live. to live. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, and they touch on that quite a bit. Yeah. yeah. Last thing I had too was it's not not about trying to find fault, but working on a resolution as yeah. like a group sure. and a team rather Absolutely, rather than yeah. trying to find or blame people yeah. for this. Is Why aren't you eating yeah. this? Yeah. yeah, it's like let's let's forget about the bad. Let's not blame anyone. Let's, let's just see how we can get you better. Exactly. Mm. Bloody hell, that's a great one, mate. Mm. Yeah, yeah, that's all I had. Yeah, yeah, same yeah. here. Right. Have it at all. So, what do we take away from this film? I yeah, I, I thought it was really confronting and powerful and in your face about the right messaging I, I thought it was just a, a really important film to get out there that so people can see the struggle that that a lot of people go through yeah there's a particular mindset you need to be in and i think absolutely when recommending this film and i'd be happy to yep. um it comes with a caveat yeah like, yep. this is one that i wouldn't want to watch at the movies i'd, I'd want to watch it in the comfort of my own home sure yeah i got on that you need to be in a good mindset because mm-hmm. it's very impactful it makes you think yeah yeah did anyone jump on IMDb at any stage to check out any actors, actresses? Yeah, bro. Yep. Good, bro. Tell us, bro. What did you look My at, My girl, bro? Kelly. I, I had a big Kelly oh, theme. In I did Kelly story. as well. Yeah. So, uh, Liana Liberato, which is a great name for an actress. <laughs> so, she is in the movie The Best of Me, um, which I worked on the advertising campaign for many moons ago. Yeah. Um, she plays young Amanda, so which is basically young Michelle Monaghan in that film. Yeah. Doesn't look like Michelle Monaghan, but um, that's who she was. I also had Carrie Preston, who plays Susan, the stepmom, even though I knew that she played Arlene in True Blood. Um, ah, yeah, yeah. I just kind of wanted to... Oh, yeah, yeah, I know who you're talking about now, yeah. I recognised as soon as I heard yeah. her voice. Yeah. yeah bloody Arlene. Um, I also looked up the sister, um, Kelly. She was in this movie, she was a lot younger in this movie. It was a movie called Trust, which I watched not that long ago. Um... The, the Trust? Just called Trust. Ah. And it's about, um, she plays this young kid who's lured by an online predator. Mm. Her dad's Clive Owen um, in the film. Yeah, um, yeah rec- like that's also a tough film. Like it's got tough themes and tough ideas in it, but also recommend that film. Yep. Fair enough. It seems like it yeah. happens more often than you think. Mm. Mine was the main character, Eli. No, yeah. I did not recognize her from last week's yes. <laughs> Did not at all. I she looked was, it up and I'm like, hang on. She was yeah. in... Um, she was red in... Uh, yeah, Okja. Okja, yeah. I was like, wow, yeah. Because I, I, I really liked her and I liked the actress. I looked it up to see kind of what else she's been in and I was like, oh, she was a movie I watched <laughs> like, last week. I've wow. seen that. Yeah. Bill Collins' daughter. 
Is it? Yeah, like really? the singer from I did not know that. Wow. Wow. Yeah, yeah, I know yeah, who yeah, Phil Collins yeah. is, yeah. Oh, wow, I didn't know that. Yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> there you go, small world. You know what pleased me is is how um, uh, what's how much better she looked in Okja. But like yeah, the, the weight now. loss hadn't been yeah. I, I don't know what was filmed when, it's always kinda of difficult to tell, yeah. but um, you know, obviously she's she's looking better and it was just a really big commitment to the role. Yeah. Hmm. Did you guys have any questions that you wanted to ask? No, only around the dad, so we yep. kind of talked Cover about that. I, I, you go. I, I only had one because um, we've spoken before about, you know, you do a lot of teaching in films. Is this a film that you would show to your kids <sighs> at school? That's a really good question. Um, and I would probably, as much as I'd love to, I probably wouldn't. Mm-hmm. Um, Might be a bit too close to home for <sighs> some people. It's really tricky, like... As a teacher, you try your best to know your students as best as possible, mm-hmm. but um, at you times you know can't. People are suffering. And, yeah. Yeah, 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 and yeah. there's a lot of times where I'll look at, okay, I'm going to look, got this in the curriculum, I'm doing this this film or this TV show or this clip or whatever, and then I'm like, okay, I think about it, I'm like, no, I can't do that because I know this situation or because of that. And yeah. this one is a tricky one because at times you don't necessarily know, um, like you're not going to know. Some people going through. Yeah. You've got to be careful yeah. for, for triggers here and there. Mm. And this one is is got some blunt triggers. In yeah. It. Yep. So yeah. So as much as I would, because I'd love to have that open discussion with a class, I probably wouldn't. Yep. Yeah. Fair enough. Um, yeah, it's tricky. I want like so the ending. Were you disappointed with that end? Like, I'm I'm a little bit torn because so the end literally has um Eli getting in a cab going back to her sister her stepmom and hopefully her dad at some stage no nah, not her dad not her dad no yeah. so the dad's never coming back well because then obviously the next yeah, scene then she goes they, to the they house. go back to, she goes the house, back to the house back to the rehab house yep and if if her dad was keen he would be there as well mm. they make it pretty clear that her dad's yeah not he's not in the picture that doesn't mean he's never gonna be but yeah so, I thought it was a great ending yeah I, I, I like you know she kind of you know hugs you know stepmom and sister being like you know and she tells you know it's going to be okay I'm in control and I guess also kind of maybe shows appreciation to the stepmom is like hey you know as like as much as you weren't great to me your heart was there and I know you were trying so I really like that and then she goes back to the house where she thinks she's going to get better so that that was a really happy ending for me in that she she thinks she's got it under control now she thinks she knows how to get better the house is the place to do it and she's going to go there and she's going to try and get better if nothing else it just shows you that the work is never done yeah well that's what I've got and I thought so Maybe the point of the ending was to make it that the struggle never ends. Yeah, yeah it just doesn't. It, it just continues. But yeah. also, this this part of the of her tale was only the beginning, right? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, Doctor Beckham's mm-hmm. techniques were: I need to I need to break her down. I need to get her to rock bottom, mm-hmm. and she only just got to that point. So now the healing begins. Yeah. Um, it would have felt a bit, you know, if they had it done six months later and she's yeah. all good and all yeah. happy. Yeah, yeah it would have been, yeah, it would been good. Yeah. The work is still to be done. Yeah. Yeah. Does that change your opinion on the stepmom then? That your interpretation of the ending is that even though her paternal father's gone and like this girl literally has nothing, like. She was there. Yeah, she's there for her, even though she has nothing. Yeah, I mean, look, I. When I say I hated the stepmom, I hated some of the things she yeah, did. Yeah, frustrated with her. Yeah, I, I was more frustrated with the things she did, I guess, from knowing it at a personal level, whereas I can completely see that she, she was trying hard. She just didn't understand it, and, you know, that that's, you know, makes me frustrated. But it, it is also an unfair criticism on her. I can completely acknowledge that, so. It's all a big, yeah. um, lot of similarities to, to suffering from any addiction. Yeah, exactly. Whether it be gambling, whether it be drinking, 
people who have these addictions mm. can't stop. And in this case, it's it's eating. I, I can't stop not eating. Yeah, kind exactly. Of thing. Yeah. Um, and you can see the impact that would have on families. And that's it kind of really got me thinking that at the end where it's like, okay, I'm going to start this again. I'm going to try again. Yep. Um, that's probably was like as much as this is really specific to dealing with eating disorders, that's what makes it quite relatable is that a lot of this stuff happens for a whole host of reasons. Mm. All right. So let's, let's wrap this up. We go around and have a chat about what we think about the film and give it a rating out of five and then come up with an average as a team. MJ, start us off. Yeah, this was a pretty good film. I think it had an important message, but it still told it in a, in a Hollywood friendly enough way, but still keeping with its appropriate MA 15 plus rating. It was interesting and engaging journey about a bleak component of human life. For me, it's three stars. Awesome. Um, so, uh, yeah, for me, it was confronting. Um, it was gutsy and I think a much-needed film. Uh, I, You know, I don't know if I'm necessarily the target audience that's going to connect on with this, like, personally sort of thing, but I can totally, like, as an outsider, because obviously I don't have this experience massively on this, um, I can see how meaningful this can be for so many others to have this representation on the screen. Um, so I also am giving it a three out of five. Heater. I thought this was a great film. It, it kind of, to me, it really showed what it's like, <clears throat> sorry, to live with it, to live with, it, with an eating disorder. Um, it was really tough and confronting, and for me, it was personal. Um, I, I, I thought it was incredible. I give it four out of five. Nice. So what does that give us as an average? It gives us a 3.33. 3.33. I'd be curious if there's any particularly negative feedback on this film about people that it really rubbed up the wrong way. People who I did, are, I, I did read a few reviews, which I think probably in the same vein as uh, 13 Reasons Why, okay. in that people, Gave you ideas. some people thought that that, um, that that show 13 Reasons Why, it glorified, <coughs> sorry, glorified suicide a bit. Mm. Uh, people saying that this glorified eating disorders and anorexia a bit, sure. which I don't agree with at all. No, I don't agree with but, either of those but, takes. But yeah, me neither, but it, it was something that I read from a few people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, um, I'd be curious if someone who suffers it, you know, whether they think it's not a fair reaction or not a fair uh, telling of the story. I don't know. I just, I didn't look into it, so I don't yeah. know. But I'd be curious. There must be some people. Yeah, there would be some, yeah. That, yeah. Mm. So we are on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram. We're at Flix Forum. We like to get on there and have a, a chat and discussion. We usually chuck a question of the week up there. This week, I'm not going to go with a question. I just want you guys to check in on a friend, see how they're doing. I like that Pick question. Really good. Pick a friend and just mm. check in, say, how you doing? Ask that question. That's the question of the week. How yeah. you doing? How you doing? That's mm. it. Like All right. It. So um, if you can, please subscribe to us. Hit us up. Five-star ratings, if possible. Next week, we are looking at a 2017 romantic comedy. It's called The Incredible Jessica James. Mm. It's directed by James C. Strauss, and it stars Jessica Williams, Chris O'Dowd, who was from Mascots, Mascots. Noel Wells, Lakeith Stanfield. Oh, right. From Sandcastle. No, he's from um, War Machine. War Machine. War Machine, yes. War Machine. (laughs) Sorry, I got no words. Megan Ketch and... Sabrina Guevara. So please get on board with that one. We've got okay. a couple of recurring cast members from previous Netflix films. I actually did not know what film we had next week, but um, you've got me excited with Lakeith Stanfield. And I'm already looking at that title going, Incredible Jessica James, and the main car- or main cast member is Jessica. And, so is, and the director the director's James. James, yeah. James, yeah. So... <laughs> Ooh, what is this? What is this? What is this going for? We will find out. We're chatting about it next week. Very soon. 
Thanks for a really good discussion, boys. Really good discussion. Been good. Really good. Been good. And um, yeah, appreciate listening and we'll be back next week. We will. See you, boys. Thanks for listening.